Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's tax day, Tony. Did you pay your taxes? Tony Kornheiser, for a couple of years back in the 80s, nobody said anything since. I'm sort of hoping to get away with it again. Okay, so what, like, what are you, on the lamb? You got aliases? I mean, what, what are you doing? No, they're just, you know, you're just sort of waiting for them to come find you. <laughs> By that time, you. I'll probably, well, okay. Then I'll just say, okay, you win. What's the deal? <laughs> you know, I'll just write you a check. Don't worry about it. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Jacob deGrom leaves his start. Matt Rule might have taken a shot at Dion. And P.K. Subban joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with the Golden State Warriors losing a second straight game to the Sacramento Kings and Draymond Green getting assessed a flagrant two and being tossed from the game in the fourth quarter for an incident with DeMontis Sabonis. Sabonis grabbed Green's ankle in a pileup and Green forcefully stepped on Sabonis's chest to get away. Will Bond, does Green's act deserve a suspension and how deep a hole are the Warriors now in? Tony, I, I don't think it deserves a suspension, and I'm pretty sure there won't be one. Um, I thought the officiating crew got it right. You know, Sabonis deserved the tech. What is he doing grabbing? Sabonis knew what he was doing. He's grabbing his leg, grabbing his lower leg, ankle. And Draymond deserved to get thrown out. So they got it right. So enough. And I don't want, I don't want that to be the only way this series is framed. Because the first two games of this series, Tony, have risen to great playoff basketball. I know it's the first round. I get that. But the champs are on the ropes. They are, Tony, because right now, so far, and they haven't played a game in, in San Francisco yet, the, the Sacramento Kings look faster, stronger, younger, more eager. They just look like they, – they look like they are just a tornado, and the Warriors are looking around going, what, hey, what, what happened here? Huh? I mean, light the beam is exactly what it is. They're a beam of light, the Sacramento Kings and De'Aaron Fox and just all of them. And Sabonis had a game last night, so despite having his ribs crushed potentially. So they're in trouble, the Warriors. I'm not saying the series is over. They can go win right. two, and then we got a real thing. But, but man, right. Sac- Sacramento looks like the better team right now. Okay, so I'm going to agree with you that what Green – did does not rise to a suspension level. It does not. Um, but it was right out of the Christian Leitner songbook, wasn't it? The way he stomped on his chest. I was the thinking thing you like know Bill about, Lane Beer. Well, Christian Leitner. The thing you have to know about Draymond Green is that he does not deserve the benefit of the doubt. There have been too many incidents, too many technicals over too many years. You know, that he's a recidivist. Do I want him in my team? Sure I do. But I understand yeah. the luggage that he brings with him. How much trouble are the Warriors in? Well, how much is enough? Um, the Warriors now have to win four out of five games. They could win a four out of four, but they got to win four out of five. And one of them 
at least, has to be on the road. Has to be on the road. They're a terrible road team. They had 20 turnovers last night. Steph Curry was 3 for 13 from They're 3. turning it over. So even yeah. if it gets to 2-2 or if it gets to 3-3, they still have to win in Sacramento. Okay, yeah. and there's nothing to indicate at the moment. I mean, they were a 500 team all year and a bad road team. So maybe this is the first, it's the first time they've ever gone down 0-2. Maybe it's the first time they ever lose a series like this. Maybe. I don't count them out either, but maybe. Right, right. It, it, it's fascinating, Tony. The Draymond Green thing, it is straight out of WWE. And it's more lame beer. I mean, it is, because lame beer was just, you know, a vicious thug. Draymond, the Warriors want what Draymond does. People shouldn't understand. This goes with the blessing of Steve Kerr, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, yeah, the whole cast of Curry. Right. They know that, that, that Draymond can do what he does on the court because it's fueled his personality by these other things. And so people can hate that if they want. That's fine. You can hate it. But this is what he has done for all those years, what they need and they find so valuable. I know they find it valuable because they tell you. So this thing is just getting this, – this series is, man, it's fascinating. Let's move to the NHL playoffs. The most dramatic game of last night featured the high-powered Oilers blowing a two-goal lead in the third. Getting an apparent overtime game winner waved off due to a high stick. I, I didn't see the high stick. I seriously didn't. Then losing to the Kings. The Oilers have now dropped their last six game ones, Tony. So is this just yeah. another game one loss, or does it feel like something more significant? Yeah, they lose game one all the time. As you said, it's six in a row. But in the previous five, Mike, they have come back and won two of those series, including one against the Kings last year where they won elimination games in game six and in six game and seven. seven. Do, you want to, yeah. do you want to start out 0-1? No, you probably don't. But if your experience is that you have won a couple of series that way, it's probably not the end of the world. I don't want to paint too rosy a picture, though, because – these Edmonton Oilers are not the team we just talked about, the Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors have four rings. These Edmonton Oilers have no rings, okay? They've not been to the Stanley Cup round themselves. So, you know, if you, you want to get in a position where you're up 3-1 to one, midway through the third period and you take stupid penalties and the penalties come back and haunt you and tie the game yeah. and then win the game, you can't expect McDavid and Dreisaitl to win every game for you. Well, you probably do, but they couldn't do it last night. Tony, the cool thing about last night was even after watching the Western Conference game, Warriors-Kings, late into the night, I click over, and this game is still going on between Edmonton and Los Angeles in the third period, which I got to watch the third period and, and overtime. And the penalty was the, the, giving up the tying goal was sort of a stunner. That was a, la a scream-out-loud moment. And then the penalty, I, again, I, you know, but, and I didn't see, I thought the game should have ended. If there was a real high stick, it seemed incidental. It just didn't seem like to me that the goal should have been disallowed, even though Kings players in real time immediately were signaling, no, this is not going to count. But this is a fascinating series, too, and you want to watch McDavid and Dreisaitl. You just do. We've got potential college football coach beef here between Deion Sanders at Colorado and Matt Rule at Nebraska. Dion has been crowing about all the players he's bringing in through the transfer portal. He's already got 42, and he says he wants more. Rule pointedly said, and I'm quoting here, I hear other schools talking about how they can't wait for the transfer portal. 
I can't wait to coach my guys, unquote. Well, Bob, do you see that as a shot at Dion in Colorado, who plays Nebraska in their second game of the season? And what do you make of it? I make of it this sanctimonious. I'd like to use a letter, two letters, initials, but I won't. Okay, sanctimonious garbage. This is great. This is another Big Ten coach I can immediately start to dislike, even though this is not a Big Ten beef because Dion's not in the Big Ten. He got 17 transfers of his own. Who is he taking shots at somebody from Gidget? You think that Matt Rule wouldn't order up a G6 to fly to the transfer portal if it was a physical place to pick up as many people in aisle six as he could? Please. I could go and just call it a straight-up lie. I'll just manage to call it sanctimony, which is what it is. Now, Dion yeah. is just not being sanctimony. Dion just saying, get me to the portal, is what he's saying. That's what they're all saying. All the coaches are saying, get me to the portal, including the ones who can't actually get anybody from the portal. So I, maybe I got to give Matt Rule, new Big Ten coach, a big hug and a welcome to the conference, give him some benefit of the doubt. But if he's serious with that statement, please. Yeah. So I love this. I love when coaches attack other coaches. I love when Jimbo Fisher attacked Nick Saban and vice versa. Dion is an almost mythic figure. Dion says what he wants. He does not care what you say back. He's probably <laughs> amused by Matt Rule if he even knows who Matt Rule is. <laughs> exactly. Okay? Now, Matt Rule is a really good college coach. Yes, he is. But he hasn't been in college for three years. He's been with the Carolina Panthers where he was awful. He probably wished there was a transfer portal in the NFL so he could get rid of the junk that he was coaching with the Carolina Panthers. I'll tell you what this means to me, Mike. I'm going to watch this game. I'm going to watch a game between teams that were 1-11 last year and 4-8 and last year, and I'm going to watch it because it's old school against new school. I don't know if it was a shot at Dion, but I'm willing to believe it was, and I like it. Let's take yeah. a break. Yeah. Coming up, why does the best team in the regular season rarely win the Stanley Cup? We're going to ask P.K. Subban. And we're going to ask him how a hit like the one Matt Dumba put on Joe Pavelski last night change the series. Rule's going to be really good in Nebraska. Unlike the previous two or That's three right. coaches, That's right. Rule's going to be right. really good. Really good Doesn't mean coach. I have to like him. Doesn't mean I ain't going to call huh? him sanctimonious. Huh. Pardon the interruption is brought to you by Miller Lite. Great taste. 96 calories. Tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. 
And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Let's get back into the Stanley Cup playoffs with a man who actually played in them, Mr. P.K. Subban. We're going to start with the Bruins, okay? We're going to start with the Bruins beating the Panthers last night. The Bruins just had the greatest regular season in 105-year history of the NHL, the greatest. But the best team in a regular season, as you well know, often does not even get to the Stanley Cup, let alone win it. Why do you think that is? And do you think that this year with the Bruins, that will be an exception? Well, usually it's fatigue. I mean, to break one of those records, it takes a tremendous amount of energy. You know, playing 82 games, you think about hockey, you know, it's football on ice. You're doing that 82 times a year, you know, and you're beating everybody. It takes a lot of energy to do that. Come the playoff times, you got to be able to play four rounds and go deep. I think that where the Boston Bruins have that edge is their depth. We haven't seen a team this deep. Also, they've gone through adversity earlier on in the season when they were missing key players. Bergeron for times. McAvoy had a little bit of time. I think Pasternak may even missed some games early on. So they had some key players out of the lineup, and they were able to weather the storm. If you want to know about who the Boston Bruins are, just watch their first 40 games. They were missing the key players, and they still found ways to get it done. Now they got goaltending. Allmark's probably going to win the Vesna. I think I got him picked to win the Consmark if they win the Stanley Cup. So I think they're going to be able to do that. I think the last team to win the Stanley Cup after winning the President's Trophy was Chicago, if I'm not mistaken, uh, roughly about 10 years ago. So uh, I I think they're going to be right there when it's said and done, and they're going to have enough depth to weather the storm. Look what they did to Florida last night missing Bergeron. Let's stay with last night for a second, but we're going to move a little further west, PK. The NHL is not going to punish Matt Dumba for that hit that laid out Joe Pavelski of the Stars last night. If I remember correctly, you backed that hit and certainly finished a lot of hits of your own in mm-hmm. about 15 years in the league. What kind of impact can a hit like that have on the series, and do you think this hit will have that impact? First first and foremost, I want to send love to Joe Pavelski, to him and his family. I wish him a speedy recovery. You never want to see anybody get hurt. But this is playoff hockey, and this is what it's all about. I can tell you as a defenseman, if there's a star forward like a Joe Pavelski or a Connor McDavid coming across that blue line, I almost take it as a sign of disrespect, a guy coming down my side, and that's the way I'm going to meet him. I'm going to meet him in a physical manner, clean, but your job is to impose your will. This is hockey. That's a part of the game. You want to stay away from hitting guys in the head, but I think in that situation, it's a hockey play. Obviously, Matt Dumba knew what he was doing. Joe Pavelski's a star player. You want to finish their star players. I just think that it's it's just too bad to see such an important player to the Dallas Stars be lost. Like, this guy does everything for them. Face-offs, power play, penalty kill. He's a leader. Um, you know, he's got young guys living with him on the team. So it just shows you the presence that he has. He'll be missed if he's gone for the rest of this series. And who knows how long it's going to be. But I'll tell you this, as a defenseman, I was a killer the same way. If you're coming across the ice, you got your head down, uh, you know, I'm finishing my check. I'm going as hard as I can. I'm finishing my check. I'm doing what I got to do. That's the game. Well, as a prominent member of the Canadians for a long time, you delivered some of those checks against rival Maple Leaf players. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm going to transition to the Maple Leafs right now. I, I admit to sort of rooting for them, but just because it's been so long, they had a great regular season. But you think they're not going to advance past the Lightning, don't you? Well, I'm not picking the Toronto Maple Leafs until they beat Tampa. So for me, Tampa still has the best goaltender in the world in Vasilevsky. Uh, by the way, everyone's talking about Connor McDavid's 64 goals, Pasternak the year that he had. Braden Point had 51 goals this year, folks. Like, he's still, in my opinion, I put him right there, top five players in the league. He is today's Marty St. Louis for the Tampa Bay Lightning. They got Steven Stamkos, a perennial 50-goal scorer, a guy who scored a ton of goals in the league. They got Nikita Kucherov, who's been MVP of the league. They got Victor Hedman, who's won Norris trophies, Conn Smythe. They got, this core group is still there. And I just think, I don't think enough people are talking about them. I know Toronto's made adjustments. I still think Toronto's biggest question is in net and on their defense. Will they be able to handle that? And at the end, I know Toronto's got depth up the middle. They got a lot of fours, but that's why you got the best goaltender in the league. We'll get you out of here on this. We'll ask for it to be a quick answer. We always talk about how a hot goaltender can turn anything around in the playoffs. In your experience, is there anything you could do as a teammate to get your goalie up, to get him ready, to get him, you know, better in the playoffs than he was in the regular season? Well, I, I think less is more. If you want to show your goaltender that you want to support him, uh, listen, you start playing playoff hockey. What's important in playoff hockey? Blocking shots, guys. You got to be in the lanes. You got to block shots. You got to sacrifice your body. The less pucks that get to the net, the less opportunities the team's going to have to score. And that's a price that not every team and every player is willing to pay. So if you want to help your goaltender out, pay the price, block shots, put your body on the line. That's why hockey is the best sport in the world, and the Stanley Cup is the toughest trophy to win because it takes a tremendous amount of sacrifice both individually and as a teammate. You want to be a good teammate to your goaltender? Put your body on the line. PK, thanks so very, very much for this. Thank you. Thank you, man. Much appreciated. Man, thank you so much for having me on the show. I can't wait to talk to my dad. I know he's watching. He loves seeing me. So (laughs) definitely. Thanks, Wilbon. Thanks, guys. Corny. Thank you. You can see more of PK as the NHL playoffs continue tonight on ESPN and ESPN2. Let's take one last break, but still to come, how concerned should the Rangers be about Jacob deGrom's latest discomfort? And should Purdue's Zach Eddy stay in the NBA draft or go back to Lafayette, Indiana? That would be West Wilbon. Lafayette, Tony. Wilbon, let me ask you a question. Is yeah. PK always this good? Because if he's always yes. this good, we're yes. going to put him on three times a week. Yes. Like, he's who always is this good. guy? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Happy time, people. Happy 40th birthday, Miguel Cabrera. This is Miggy's last season. He's playing out the string with a bad Tigers team for $32 million. The other night, Cabrera had a walk-off single as a pinch hitter. His 16th career walk-off hit. His first ever as a pinch hitter. Unless there's something we don't know, Cabrera is a first ballot Hall of Famer. 507 homers, 3,095 hits, 1,850 RBI, and a 308 career batting average. Won a World Series as a rookie on the Marlins in 2003. He's a two-time MVP, a four-time batting champion. He won the Triple Crown for the Tigers in 2012, batting 330, hitting 44 homers, and driving in 139. That's the only Triple Crown in the last 55 years. Tony, he cut sort of a Ruthian figure. And it seems to me he is one of the greatest and most underappreciated players ever in the history of baseball. And when you see him talk in post-game interviews and stuff, he's wonderful to listen to. There, there wasn't enough of, of, of Mickey in our lives. We didn't get enough of him, and that's, that's our loss. Happy anniversary, Rochester Red Wings and Pawtucket Red Sox. On this day, 42 years ago, the AAA International League teams began a marathon game that would end up lasting 33 innings and take over eight hours on two separate days. The game began on the evening of April 18th, but was halted at 4.09 in the morning by league president Harold Cooper. A final inning wasn't played until June 23rd, with the Paw Sox prevailing 3-2. Among the professional records set were most at-bats one team, 114, most strikeouts one team, 34, most at-bats by one player, 14. Future Major League stars, Cal Ripken Jr., Wade Boggs, Bobby Ojeda were in this game. Yeah, the ghost runner in extra innings now makes something like this really, really, really unlikely, thank God. Happy trails to last night's starts for a couple of aces. Former Cy Young winner Jacob deGrom removed from his start against Kansas City after four hitless innings because of right wrist soreness. DeGrom was signed a five-year deal with Texas through 58 pitches, striking out five, walking one. DeGrom said, and I quote, I just want to play it safe. We've got a long season ahead of us. Former Cy Young winner Corbin Burns left the mound against Seattle with one out in the sixth inning with a pectoral strain. The Milwaukee ace said something felt off in his chest and was affecting his pitches. Meanwhile, Max Fried came back from the injured list for Atlanta last night, shut out the Padres for five innings in his first work since opening day. You think there's going to be a single complete game thrown in Major League Baseball this year? This ain't the sport you and I grew up with, not by a million miles. I do, though. I think we'll get one or two or three. Let's go to the big finish. Purdue's Zach Eady declared for the NBA draft, but will also maintain his eligibility to return. Your prediction? Tony is so hard to figure out if what he does translates to today's basketball. I don't know. The Bills say DeMar Hamlin has been fully cleared to resume football, although he says he's taking it day-to-day. Your reaction? I think he's going to try. I've thought this for months. I think he's going to try. The Steelers are finalizing a trade to acquire wide receiver Allen Robinson from the Rams. Is that significant? Speaking of underappreciated, can can the Bears just go back and get Allen Robinson? They should have let him go in the first place. The Sixers beat the Nets and are now up 2-1. I'm sorry, 2-none. Your thoughts? It's so great. You want everybody back with the Bears, everybody back with the Cubs. My thoughts on this series is it's over. Last one, Hawks, Celtics, Knicks, Cavs, Clippers, Suns all tonight. Who you got? 
Celtics, Cavs, and we got to deal with Scott Foster again. 13 straight losses in the playoffs for Chris Paul with Scott. We make him lock him in his room, deliver some room service to him, and just keep him in there. It's not too far from here, his hotel. We're out of time. Try and do better the next time. I got a Reggie Bar from Bob Howard's General Star in Long Island. Yay. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. And now, I'm not going to tamper with Scott Foster's room. I promise. Just have a Reggie Bar.